Welcome to the Isle of Misfit Rolls, a 5e D&D actual play podcast where a group of unlikely heroes attempt to save the world from darkness and try not to fuck it up along the way. Let's see how they do this week on the Isle of Misfit Rolls. Chalk about ten feet away from this innocent looking full of life little girl whose face he desperately wants to eat. Nom, nom, nom. And Aviana has approached her. Tally is close but not currently touching. And ten three. foot away. Yes. And then she was pleading for her life. And then she quickly attempted to grab on to Aviana. And for that, we're going to have a start off with a grapple roll. I can roll acrobatics, right? You can roll acrobatics. Okay. So as long as I don't roll, like, garbage. Which That's a good I... lead in for a garbage roll. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> um, even with a garbage roll, I have a 15. As the little girl goes to say something and go to roll to her, goes to grab onto Aviana, she quickly spins, does a little roll on the ground, takes position, puts a hand on her bow. My hand's already on my bow. I have not left, let, let, let it leave my grip, which is important <laughs> because I have electricity going in it. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I would like you all to roll, it, roll not roll advantage, roll initiative. I have 22. What's your dex modifier? My dex plus three. <gasps> Tigos is a player. Yep. Uh, actually, yeah, I got a 17. Me too. Aviani, I'm sure you're going first. Yeah, my initiative is boss right now. I'm a 14. 10 for almost. So, Tally, you see Aviana approach this little girl say a word to her and then a noise comes out of this little girl that you did not think that or definitely not a little girl should be making you see her hands come out and try to grab aviana you see her barrel roll out of the way and you gotta look at the girl's hands they are kind of pointed a little sharp nails pointed to a quite a point and you're 10 feet away from her yeah uh i immediately just uh cast toll the dead on the girl rolls a 13 the little girl looks at you, shakes her head, goes, hisses at you, goes, <laughs> you see her fang teeth, and you see her sprint towards the wall. She gets about, it's about 30 feet away, she hits the bottom of the wall. As she's running towards the wall, she's looking back at you. She's running full speed towards this wall. And then all of a sudden, 
she steps up and runs up the wall. No problem. What? Oh, that's fun. She's about 30 feet up on the wall now. And Aviana, you're seeing this. You still have your hand on Jeremiah. And yep. you're like, hmm, I prefer her further away from, from me than close up. Exactly. Oh, hey, three guesses as to what I'm about to do. I'm a shooter. Hey, I guess what I rolled again. A one? No, I rolled a seven. Which means that uh, I have a uh, 15 to hit. As you fire your arrow at her, it's coming right at her. She goes to catch it. There's just a little bit too much on it. It slips through her hand and just gets her in the shoulder. Your balls. Uh, um, <laughs> eight, eight piercing damage, two lightning damage. Okay. Um, As of anything else on your turn? As you fire over, as you fire the bow, you look over and you just see Chalk, and Chalk's just like, "Stupid smooth again. Should have let me eat her face." I'm in. I'm a Velociraptor right now. Remember? I'm just looking at her with those lizard eyes. Blink, blink. <laughs> <laughs> just the mumble of, "Yeah, yeah, I know." <laughs> what do you do, Chalk? Um. I make my way over to the wall that she climbed up and I'm looking up at it, like, like just looking right up at her, like sort of swaying back and forth, trying to, okay, come on, drop, waiting patiently, drop down, drop down. And I will, uh, like hold my action in case she does drop down at which point I'll eat her face. Have <laughs> okay. you look and you see this little velociraptor go and just staring intently at this little girl hiding in the corner of the roof. Okay, so I have a trident that I want to pull out and and do a... Uh... A throw? Yeah, I'm going to throw it at her. What's the uh, range on that puppy? Oh, it's only 20. I'll be doing it at disadvantage, but I have no other options. Yep, disadvantage. Okay, so I'm going to try to throw a trident at this woman. Woman? Yeah, I'm calling her a woman. Not a little girl. She's a fighter. This is a child. Alright. A child? I don't feel... Uh, it's a, a nine. She, as you throw it out, it's going right at her, and she just swats at it. <laughs> and it lands just missing chalk at the bottom. Alright, so then... Um, how I was kind of behind the group, because I was not approaching the girl. How far away am I from everybody else? From the main, like from uh, Tally and Aviana, we'll say you're about 20 feet. Okay, I want to use my movement to at least get over to them. Not a problem. And, uh, and you know, kind of in between them ready to, I, I don't know, I get the feeling this lady's going to run on the roof and try to drop down on us or something. So, like Mega Man style. So I'm, uh, Maybe. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to get in, in top root protection mode, and uh, that's the end of my turn. Okay. So Almas, you see Tavrook half-heartedly throw this trident in no avail. And you're still about where Tavrook was, so you're probably 20 feet around, away from the party. And this little girl's probably around 40 to 50 feet away from you now. Maybe even more, because she's up at the roof 30 feet in the air. Okay. As I uh, 
see that the group started to gather together, he'll be like, oh, let me let me show you how a ranged warrior really does it. And I'll move towards the group and I will Excuse raise my me? hand. <laughs> and I'll raise my hand and I'm going to cast uh, Ray of Frost as the eyes go bluish white and uh, some of the gems light up and I'll try to attack her. Um, that will be a 16 to hit. Mm-hmm. That hits. Roll damage. That less movement speed is going to be nice for a... Yeah, it's five uh, bits of cold damage as the uh, the ray of frost goes up and just kind of splatters against the wall, hitting half of her body in it, and she is going to be considerably slower. So as you throw the ray of frost at her, it hits her just on her, her right arm, and you just see it kind of crystallize and kind of freeze to the roof. And then, Tally, you see this bolt go and you see this creature, what you thought was a cute, innocent, helpless little girl. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to move up 15 feet. And then, as you do that, you hear a hiss from the roof. <laughs> and you just see it, the, vamp, the little girl drop down onto Chalk and attack. Now, since I've been holding my action, do I you get, do to, get to attack? attack? Yep. Now, I have multi-attack right now. Does that come into play? I believe... Yeah, because you're holding your attack action. Yeah. So I will allow you to use multi-attack. Alright, so I got but, a bite and a claw right now. But as you see, she see her break her hand down, and you look over and you see her left shoulder where Aviana hit her with the arrow... You just start to see it, the wound start to close a bit. Alright. So let me, uh... So I have a 16 and an 18, respectively. Both hit. Roll damage. Okay, so... I did 3 piercing and 4 slashing. So as she comes down, you bite and you slash, and it's just a fury of little reptile justice. And as she gets down there, she goes, <laughs> and she will try to slash right back at you with her claws. One is a 14 to hit. That'll hit. And the other one is a natural 20, so 26 to hit. So oh, no. Oh, no. So the first one hits four. I'll roll the net. That's 11 damage. All right, I am still a raptor. Okay, and then the second claw attack is for ten. Ten. How I am the... no longer a raptor. Okay, and carry over whatever damage is yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm carrying it over right now. Okay, so it, you just see this little girl fall from the sky, get a chop on one arm, slash on her leg, and she just comes back with a flurry of blows right to the front of the tail, uh, to the side of the raptor, the other one up the side of the raptor, and as she does it, you see a smoke appear as Chalk turns back to Chalk. He somehow grows. He's still reptilian. He grows in size, <laughs> which catches the little girl off, off guard a little bit. You made big mistake, cool smooth skin. <laughs> and as she looks up, she's kind of surprised, and that leaves a perfect opportunity for Aviana. I'm gonna shoot her. 
Oh my god, no I'm not. <laughs> like a 12? Oh no, it's an 11, my bad. As you fire the bow, it just kind of goes right in between. She doesn't even she doesn't even break a stair from locking in with chalk size. That dice can go away for a little bit. Chalk. That I get. You see an arrow just go right by your enormous fangs, ricochets off the wall and disappears into the ether. As you have this little girl right in front of you, being close to her, you can see her nails are filed to a sharp tip, and you see her fangs. You see her pale pale face. It's my turn. Yep. Okay. I, I, I smile back at her. Mine are bigger. Bonus action. Shillelagh. <laughs> Regular action. Smash her upside the skull. Seventeen <laughs> uh, will hit. Seventeen will hit. Seventeen will hit. So, uh, that is that's eleven magical damage, bludgeoning. Okay. So you see Chalk stare at his stick. You see it start to glow. Are you using a two-handed, right? No, one-handed. It it, does, it goes to D8 when uh, you okay. uh, cast Shalili on it. So he takes his stick and just kind of Rafiki-style smacks her on the head. And she just kind of shakes, surprised. It did a, it did a lot more damage to her than she, than she expected. And realizing that the original hit you gave her, uh, the original hit that Aviana hit her with, only did some damage. So you're getting the... Uh, the impression that uh, standard weapons aren't uh, as useful as this uh, glowing stick. All oh, hail the glowing stick! <laughs> <laughs> Tavrook, you look down at your your glaive, and you're just kind of like, mm. you're thinking it's just as good as his. Oh yeah, no, I, I have. He has no idea that he will not just absolutely decimate her now that she's up back on the ground. So he sees her. He grips his glaive, you see his grip like tighten up, and he's gonna kinda hold it at his side, like almost like jousting style, and just full sprint and try to thrust glaive attack this girl. Okay, roll to hit. Roll to hit. Ooh, it's good. Um that is going to be a seventeen. So as you run, you're holding it like someone looking down a pool cue, running towards her, and you just jab it right into her side. In doing so, she doesn't even break eye contact with Chuck. She's just, they're just locked in a stare down as this glaive just punctures her right in the side. Okay, and and uh, before I even roll, she's marked. All right, ooh, good, very good. That is 11 damage. Um, yeah, was it slashing? Yeah, yeah. that matters. 11 slashing damage. As and, her, um, go ahead. I was gonna say, as you hit her, she barely winces. Okay, well. Um, okay, so Tavaruk sees that she's not almost not even noticing, and he's just fired the hell up. So, uh, he's gonna use Action Surge <clears throat> to take another attack. Oh, he's gonna miss. Oh, dear. He's blinded by Fury, and he misses with an 8. Okay. As you, t- as you pull it out of her side... You've pulled it above your head, spin it a few times, go down for a slash, and without breaking contact, she just steps, leans back a bit, and you just hit right into the wall as it ricochets back to you. Alright. And then, Elmish, you look over and you see the two strikes from Tavrook. And you look, she's not even looking at you. 
Okay. I will uh, move to the side a little bit to get a better line of sight on her as these big dudes are uh, in front of her at the moment. And um, very uh, quietly and trying to, you know, not make a, a big deal about casting a spell. I'm going to, uh, the eyes are going to go red. Going to point forward. The beads will glow red as well. And I'm casting Firebolt at her. Okay. Roll the hit. That is a 16. That'll hit. And a d10. It is for eight points of fire damage. Okay. As you lean back, point extruding from your finger, you see fire just shoot out as the bolt goes. Hits her in the back of the head, and you just see her hair singe. She looks over her side and goes... Almost is just going to show what little... Not He doesn't really have fangs, but he's going to growl like he has fangs. <laughs> So, Tally, the scent of burning hair now fills your nostrils as you grip your crossbow. Yeah, I'm just going to aim straight for her face. Ooh. And I'm going to... Uh, that's an 11. Yeah, as it fires at her, she just does a wild swipe with those claws and just... Slices the crossbow bolt in half. I'm going to stay where I am. Okay. So yep. as she swipes at the and bolt... feel useless. <laughs> as she swipes at the bolt, slicing it in half, she does a spin and then tries to strike low, and you just see her claw come across and attempt to strike at Chuck. Yeah. With a... DM missing his dice tower. That is a 16 to hit. Which will miss by one as you <laughs> scrapes against my shield. <laughs> as it goes in, it just glances off the shield and she doesn't... If anything, it looks like she may have broken one of her fingernails off as she, as she clamors against the shield. Ooh, ow. But as she does That's that, she goes, for, she goes for her second strike, an upward swing for a natural 20. Hey! Jesus Christ! But oh, uh, oh, actually, I forgot. Um, because she's marked, any attack roll she makes against a creature that is within five feet of me that is not me has disadvantage. Uh, Ooh. Again. That is uh, eighteen plus math. Okay, so that still hits. But it's not a crit. So as she does the upward strike with her left hand, bypasses your shield. But you're surprised. You, your eyes just blink for a second. Your sideways, your yeah, sideways blinking reptilian eyes, and you brace for the impact. But you don't feel her nails against your skin. Instead, around your neck, you feel her grab on. Okay. And she just looks at you. You see her lick her lips, open her mouth, and expose her fangs. Alright. And then, Aviana, you see her one hand clutching uh, Chuck, looking like she's a little hungry. What do you do? Well, I have one trick. I'm a shooter. (laughs) That was actually not awful. 19. 
That'll hit. Roll damage. Ooh, ah, shit. Well, okay. Um, 12 piercing damage and 1 lightning damage. So you fire the arrow. You see it. It's almost like it's tweeting with the electrical charge that comes out of it. Just kind of crackling. And right into the forearm. That's grasping Chalk right now. Chalk, you see this arrow fly right into the arc just in front of you. It's a little bit of a spark. Her grip loosens for a second and then tightens back up. That's what I got. Okay, so Chalk... Being a lizard folk doesn't need to breathe for the next 15 minutes. So, <laughs> with that in mind, with her trying to choke me, <laughs> I drop my shield to the ground, grab my staff by two hands, shove it into her open mouth, and slam it upwards into her fangs, trying to shatter them. <laughs> Okay, roll, uh, roll to hit. I have a 18 to hit. That hits, roll damage. Them rolls, them rolls. Uh, I have... The nine power! Points. <laughs> nine okay, points. points. Yeah. Shillelagh is great, because I get to use my wisdom bonus instead of my strength bonus for everything. Mm. Mm -hmm. So as she yeah. comes with the upward strike, it just smacks her. It almost looks like you break her neck. You just kind of see it <clears throat> click back. And then... Tough Rook, you're close enough to hear, to hear her kind of go... <sighs> as you see her getting ready to strike Chalk soon. Mm. Alright, so she's still got him grabbed around his neck, right? Yeah, she's still holding. He all is right, grappled. So I'm gonna. Oh, okay. He's grappled. All right. So I'm gonna take my glaive and almost try to like do like an upward swing at at her arm. Uh, just a normal glaive attack, though. Are you doing an aimed hit? Are you trying to like remove her arm from him? I didn't know that was an option. Uh, you can try to like separate them. Like, I'll give um, you like a contested grapple against her let me let me not do that right now okay let me just this one i'm just gonna try to swing at her and okay. then we'll, we'll see how it goes oh it's bad it's a it's a seven um don't you get anything for being marked that my my next my i have, I have a bonus action attack that i'm about to use but okay as you come down with the strike she just reaches up catches your glaive and just tosses it to the side Okay, so again, Tavrug is not happy about that. Um, so because she hit my friend Shock here, I get to make my special melee attack that has advantage. So now I want to do, I want to do that aimed, an aimed strike at her arm. Okay. That strike. Yeah. So with with advantage. Yep. What's that? And I'm gonna say because it's an aimed strike, I'm gonna give you disadvantage on it. So it would just be a straight up hit. So it evens it out. Oh, okay. All right. But not contested. It's just a swing. That is a 14. 
as you go, it just, it hits, but it doesn't seem to do anything to her. She just kind of flexes and it hits and she just kind of goes. All right, well, that was a fun round. (laughs) Oh, Miss, you see Tefrooks doing all sorts of crazy maneuvers, but it looks like he's focusing more on the show than actually hitting this girl. (laughs) Kind of shaking his head and saying, "Ah, this is a dumb idea. I'm going to run up and I'm, can I try to help break the grapple? Yeah, I'll give you all. So it would be a strength. Strength. A full strength roll. All right. That is a, do I have any bonuses that I don't think I do. Would it be athletics, or would it be just strength? We're going to do straight-up strength. Strength, Ed, is a 13. Okay. You go. She's got quite a grip on him. You you yank, and you yank, and you yank. Does to no avail. You can't pull this little girl off. Okay. Um, with whatever movement I have, I'm going to try to back up and see if she does anything to me. Okay. As you back up with her free hand, she goes to take a swipe at you. Okay. Which is a 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. 8 damage. 8 slashing. 8 damage, alright. And by the way, when backing up, I do want to sort of try to stay as near uh, to Tavrook as I can. In case you're just on the opposite side of him? Yeah, we can do that. Tavrook, are you 5 feet or 10 feet away from her? I'm... Five feet. I like to think that if her and and um, Chuck are facing each other, I'm kind of perpendicular to them. Okay, good to know. So now you're just on the opposite side of Tevrook, and behind you is Aviana and Tally. So, Tally, you're looking. You see, essentially, almost running the middle of your shot. You're kind of like you have Tevrook attacking there with his glaive. You have Almas standing in front of him. You're kind of like, Jesus, guys, get the hell out of the way here holding my bow in one hand, I'm going to uh, reach out my other hand and my eyes are going to sort of glow and I'm going to attempt to cast Toll the Dead again. Okay. Wisdom saving throw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a nat one. Yay. Yay! Okay, and she's taken damage, right? She has mm-hmm. definitely taken some damage. Okay. Thank God. Okay. Ooh, um, that is eleven points of necrotic damage. Okay. You just see her slightly. She doesn't look as hurt. She looks more just that just gave her discomfort. And then, as she tightens her grip on Chuck. You just see one of her wounds, a previous wound from the glaive, just close back up. And that is when, with her free hand, she'll take a swipe at Tavrook. That is 10 to hit. That does not hit. She just wildly attacks. It's more of a get the hell off me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Wild strike at you. And then she looks back at Chalk, reaches it, pulls him in, and that is a 16 to hit on you, Chalk. That will hit. 
And you see her, she just comes in and sinks her teeth right into you. Alright. And so that is... Nine piercing damage. Oh. Another nine necrotic. Jesus. And your maximum hit points are reduced by nine. Oh. Alright. I see as she bites into you, she just... And another wound closes. I tell, I, I turn, I look at, I look at Big Red. Stop attacking her. Grab her. Get her off. Big Red. <laughs> so Aviana, as you see her shouting, I see her, you see Strock shouting at Tavrook. I have one party trick. Eighteen. That'll hit. I, I have nothing else. I have a bow and I have no skills. Okay, <laughs> level three. That's also D twenty. He's not a damage dice. Uh, God, mother of dicks. Um, ten piercing, two lightning. Okay. Shoot another arrow, which I'm. I realize I have not been counting ammunition on, so I've started. Kind of giving myself a five shots taken away, so I have a, a bunch of arrows left still. I'm not too worried. But yeah. So one just hits right into her right shoulder. She's shocked. But as you just see her arm move, she just kind of wipes away the blood off of her mouth. Shock, it's your turn. I'm waiting until after Tavrek is act. Okay, so you're ready in action? Yeah. Okay, what are you ready in? Uh, well, no, I'm delaying my initiative until okay. after he's acted. So you're going to drop below him? Yes. Okay. Tavrook, it's your turn. Alright, so I will do uh, the same thing almost attempted. I guess I will use my action to try to uh, to try to break her grapple. Okay. Roll a potion strength check. Yeah. I really hope I'm stronger than a small child. Switching dice, but let me see. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's uh, 18. As you reach over, you grab her by the hand. And if you have a, a witty one-liner now, it's the time to use it as you yank her hand off of, away from shock. Uh, I just go, enough! Grab it. Rip it off. Shock, it's your turn. I disengage. Okay. Are you moving as well? Yes. How far in which direction? Well, as far as the disengage will allow me to. So you got 30 feet. Mm -hmm. You can either run along the wall, away from everybody. No, I'm can... moving towards the rest of the party because okay. I'm at five hit points right now. I'm putting the Ooh. party between me and them. Okay, so now you are you are on the other side of um, Tally and Aviana. All right. Um, so... Uh, I look at uh, I look at a uh, flat face. I say, "You know how to, you know how to use, spit up necrotic phlegm." Uh, that, I haven't learned that one yet. No. Okay. <laughs> well, it's like you you keep hitting her. I stop her from healing. <laughs> I was wait I was waiting on that. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good plan. Yeah, that she'll touch. That swamp monster touch. Sorry. All right, as Chalk disengages, she goes to take a swipe, misses wildly. She <sighs> at him as you see this, as Chalk runs by. Almost you see him 
hiding behind the two girls. I'll uh, just look at Tyvruk and say, let's get going, brother. And I'll go back with the rest of the group and I will shoot a firebolt backwards as I'm running away. Okay. Go ahead. Alright, that is brother. 17. That'll hit. Roll damage. And that is 9 points of fire damage. Beautiful. Now you hit her on the left as she turns, you hit her on the left side of the face. She's now like you've brought the right side of her hair, you've brought the left side. She's got like this mullet now going. And Tally, now you see in front of you, you're now grouped with your allies. You see Tavrook Big Red standing there with the little girl with the blonde mullet mohawk. <laughs> Smoke coming, literally coming off of her hair. Okay, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna drop my bow on the floor and I'm gonna pull out my two short swords and um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna run up and try to just fuck her up. Twice. Okay, hold ahead. Hopefully. Two long swords. I just picture me and Moto discussing with two katanas. Okay, so uh, that's at 18 for the first one. That's 13 points of damage. Alright, and that's 15 to hit on the second one. As you go to hit with the second one, she puts her arm up and you just, she goes to catch it and you just slice right through her hand. Roll damage. Mm. Shit. One. Oh, wait. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, the first one, I forgot to add my plus three bonus. Okay. So we'll save. Okay. Not a problem. So for the uh, first one, she gets an additional three, but for the second one, um, it hit for one point of damage. Okay. Piercing damage. Yep. So as you hit her, she looks back at you. She looks at her hand, and you just see the hand go seal back up. And then she goes to make one strike at Tally, and one strike at Tavrook. Okay. Jesus Christ. I have a reaction. Is she still marked? No, yeah. it, my mark expires by my next turn. So, oh, okay, I have to hit her every turn to keep her marked. So okay. I rolled a nat one to hit Tally. Oh, good for you. There you go. And a nat two to hit Tavrook. I'm gonna say this one. Hey. She has a plus. Yeah, uh, no, she definitely misses. <laughs> she goes to do like she reaches wide, does a double swing at you guys. You guys like innocent duck, and her hands just come together. She just catches herself. And then she just hisses at you guys. <sighs> and with can her I, hands... Can I hiss back at her? As a free action, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, Aviana, you look ahead of you and you just see, like, you're like, is Tally hissing back at this thing? <laughs> yeah, my, my tail's, like, thrashing crazily back behind me. Like a cat that's angry. <laughs> and then for, as everyone looks at Aviana, she looks like she has something amazing she's about to see. In a stunning turn of events, I'm not going to shoot her. Um, I want to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, I have, I have one thing I can do that potentially may help. Um, so, as a blood hunter, can I kind of identify what she is, potentially? With Ooh. an intelligence check? 
Yes. Is she fiend fair undead? Yes. I get advantage. That's the first time you officially declared yourself as a blood hunter. By Good thing I got advantage. Yeah, yeah I'm a blood hunter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it just <laughs> or is it like Arcana or is it what kind of role was it? Uh, give me just a straight um, intelligence with proficiency added. Oh, sweet. Um, proficiency is to 15. Okay. Looking at her, she's definitely a vampire. But she doesn't look like she's a full-fledged vampire. She's a vampire spawn. Cool. Do I know anything about vampire spawn? You know that if you get bitten by this thing, it will fuck you up. And if it's a killing blow, you're done. Okay. Oh. And if you had some running water, that might cause some trouble for it. Okay. Oh, shit. Well, mm. I relay this information to my party. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, don't get bit. Um, also, if any of you can conjure running water, that'd be really cool. Tavrook, you take in this information, you're like, aha, I now have information in this battle. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Yeah, I cast my spell, knowledge is power, and I swing my glaive. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it. What? <laughs> That's a good spell. Jesus fucking Christ! It's a seven. You need to like burn that. Knowledge isn't too much. I've been swishing. It's not. I can't get any. It's not it's going well. It's his hands. He just needs to get rid of his hands. As you come down with the overhead strike, you just hear sidestep it. But as it hits the ground, a beautiful sparklet slightly lights the room and then dissipates. Oh. I was hoping for fire. And then chalk. You see this little spark and then that sparks an idea in your head. And then you... I hork a bunch of necrotic phlegm into my hand and then I chuck it at her. <laughs> Roll to hit. Come on, chalk. Uh, 24 to hit. Fucking Christ. Ooh, just misses. Just misses? No, you hit her. She takes three necrotic and she can't heal until uh, until my next turn. Okay. As you see the necrotic thing, it's, uh, it you... hits her and just all bugs start biting and, and stinging her. They sting her. She has a few little marks on her, but doesn't look like it's done that much to her. I'm not worried about how much damage it's doing. I'm worried oh, I about that healing. I'm just giving you the descriptions. So, oh, miss, you're like, okay, you've just got this target ready for me. Just, bugs and insects are now swirling around this little helpless girl. Oh, super helpless. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. He'll bring up his finger in sort of a finger gun motion and just go <laughs> and shoot the firebolt. Trying to hit her in the top of the head. I'm trying to see if I get rid of all the hair before she... <laughs> Okay, roll to hit. That would be uh, 8 plus 6, 14. Mm. As you fire, you're, you look like you have a problem. And as you do the little finger gun thing, you're like, finger what? You don't have any clue what a gun is. So it just kind of just it 
confuses you for that half second. And it goes right goes goes to hit her and just goes just takes off the top of her little mohawk. Yeah, that's what I was real that was that's what I was aiming for. Tally, you notice a little fireball comes flying over your shoulder, a little close. You kind of look back and you see almost going pew pew pew. You're kind of like <laughs> So hey, at least if this whole adventuring thing doesn't work out, we can open a salon. Yeah. <laughs> Firebolt salon. Um, yeah, as I'm turning back to see almost doing that, I'm kind of going to glare at him. And I'm going to... Is um, is the girl within my uh, melee I range? Yep. Yeah. You're st- you okay. and Tavrook are standing shoulder to shoulder with this helpless young I- girl in front of you. Okay, so I kind of look behind me to see almost uh, sh- <laughs> giving her a haircut. And uh, I glare at him because it's a little too close to me. And as I'm turning back around towards her, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna try and like hit her with my short sword again. That is 17. As you look back and continue your spin, can I get your other hit as well? Uh, yeah. Uh, that one is not a 17. Uh, that one is a 12. Okay. As you spin back around, you lash it with her tail. It misses. You come down low with your uh, your short sword strike. She just kind of jumps over it. And you're like, perfect. As your second short sword comes in high, right across the chest, just... <laughs> you see a big red mark right across her chest. How much damage? Big red. Um, And that... Is- I get the sneak attack, right? Yep. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. As you come across, you just see it slice open just along her collarbone. You see her kind of <laughs> look at it, and she's confused. It's not closing. Suck a dick. I mean, this is a child. <laughs> I yell at her. Suck a dick. <laughs> she looks at you. She goes, "I will suck." Your blood. I thought you were gonna I say your dick. 100% agree. <laughs> and then she goes to take a strike at Tally. Mm-hmm. That's an eight to hit. She does not hit anything. And then she goes to make a second strike at uh, Tavrook. That is a 18. Ooh, just hit. But then you don't feel any damage. You just see her, she goes, and she just grabs onto you with her claws, sinks them into you, but doesn't cause any damage. You are now grappled. And at the last little bit of her turn, she pulls you in close to Everook. You're like, this is awkward. And Aviana, you see them almost like they're in a gentle embrace. Oh, I don't want to disrupt that. That's a joke. Disrupt the shit out of it. <laughs> uh, I, okay, so we can do a called shot to try and make things happen, right? If you hit her with a called shot, I will, if anybody tries to break her grapple, I will give them advantage. Or she'll have disadvantage on her on her attempt to hold on. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm just going to shoot it. No. Fucking cool. 16. That hits. Roll damage. Thank God I have a really big attack bonus. Because I have to think I rolled above it 10. So 
whole time. Aren't you at advantage because of your identifying whatever she is? No. no. Okay, so How much? the good thing has happened. I rolled a 5 for piercing damage and 4 for lightning damage. There it is. Yay! Okay. So, Tavrook, you have this hand grabbing you. You go to grab her arms. So you're currently with pole arm in, or your glaive in one hand. One hand's on her. And as you, from under your arm there, right under your armpit, you see an arrow crackling coming and just <laughs> smacks right into the little girl. You get like, yep. a little static charge off of it. It was a big old bolt of lightning this time. Big old bolt of lightning comes right under. I your can. armpit hair is now standing on end. Wait, armpit hair? Tavrook. Yeah. He's all man. Yeah. Why wouldn't I have armpit hair? It? I think it's long. This thing it exists and is visible. He's not braiding it, or, unless you want to be. He's not a dwarf. No. No, not, I don't live that much. Did dwarfs braid their pit hair? Dwarves will braid you know anything. I'm not going to judge. Dwarves can braid whatever they want. So, Tavrook, as this arrow smacks his target in front of you, it's got one hand on you. You've seen what it did to Chalk last time when it got its got a good grapple on it. Uh, yeah, we are right though. Um, it, I still have use of both of my hands, right? Yeah. The only okay. thing that happens when you're in the uh, grappled is you have zero movement. Yeah, that's fine. I had no intentions of moving. Um, so I'm just gonna uh, pull my glaive back, like, like almost like rearing back. Go full like thrust, like right as she I means she's standing right in front of me. So mm-hmm. right in the middle. Let's use the purple one. Where's Marisha Ray? Don't fuck me, Gil. Oh, there we go. Twenty-one. Wow. So, as you take your glaive, you reach back right into her stomach, right against the wall. You're expecting to run her through with this solid hit, but as it hits her, it goes in about a half an inch. It just stops. And roll damage. This is a very dense child. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a seven, and she is marked. Okay. And uh, and yeah, so that is my uh, my official turn, and it is over. Okay. So as you all see the uh, glaive get stabbed right into the. Young vampire spawns stomach. She's thrust against the wall. She still maintains her grip on Tavrook. And Chalk, you see this. Keep that chill touch going. I gotta gotta keep on stopping her from healing, so I spit some more necrotic phlegm over the ground. And the little little crocodile, like, leaps out of the phlegm and starts swimming its way through the stonework towards her. I rolled a nat 20. Yes. <laughs> Yay! So I roll a die twice, right? Yep. So it's only eight necrotic. Okay. So as the little alligator comes in, it just takes a chop out of her leg and she just kind of kicks at it aimlessly. It holds on for dear life, refusing to let go. <laughs> yep. And I'll miss you. See this little gator come up, whoosh, sink its necrotic teeth into this young, helpless, innocent, hopeful little girl. 
That is a lie. That is all a lie. He'll look at her and he's like, good thing I hate kids, and I'll shoot her in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Even more incentive to murder the That is a 17 plus 6, uh, 23. Nice. That hits. All damage. I assume it's a firebolt. Yeah, firebolt. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is four points of fire damage. Mm. Okay. As you hear on the side of the head, she starts to release her grip, but then re-cinches it back on Tavrook. And now in front of you is a sweet, innocent, bald little girl. I'm going to shoot her again. God. <laughs> That'll end <end> this <laughs> Okay. Tally, it's your turn. This, the smell of burnt hair is, like, overpowering now. Yeah, I'm going to just try to Slice. fuck her up twice again. Okay. Ooh, that's a 21. Nice. That'll hit. All right. Uh, sneak attack still, right? Mm-hmm. 11 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then the second one <laughs> is a 21 Another again. 21. <laughs> As for two points of damage. Okay. She takes both blades, does a little twirl in the air, spins them around like almost like uh, size, brings them both under, both double shot right to the stomach. She just go, you just see a little girl go, oh! and you see a bunch of blood. She spits up a bunch of blood, but maintains her grip. She's starting to look pretty rough. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, say, suck on that! And in my turn there. And we oh, quit no. encouraging her to suck things, please. <laughs> yeah. And then she looks at herself, wondering. She sees this little reptile fading from her leg, and she's just like... <sighs> Confused, wondering why she's not regenerating. And then she just takes one of her claws, just goes to take a swipe at Tally. That is a 22 to hit. Uh, I am going to uh, use my... uh, Well, she hits me, okay. So I have a reactionary spell. Um... It says I take in response to being damaged. So then I I guess yep. I do it after you. After I give you the damage, yep. Okay, yeah. Are, so any hellish rebuke? Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, you are hit with. Math is fun. Jesus, how many dice was that? Two. Sounded like a lot more. <laughs> they sound very noisy. <laughs> sounded oh, like. Seven. I'll move the tower further away. That's ten okay. damage. Ooh. Okay. I did throw the one with gusto. Okay. Okay, cast your do your hellish rebuke. All right. Um. The, the deck saving throw her. Deck saving throw. Yes, for you. Okay. That is a twenty-four. Oh god. Okay. Ugh. So, 10 damage. So I'm gonna reach my hand out and a bolt of purple fire. Or no, sorry, right, blue ten fire. Total. Yeah, it's going yeah. to uh, come out of my yeah. hand. 
And I believe I am engulfed in flame? Yeah, it's more just for aesthetic. You just kind of go... I'm engulfed in blue flame. Those blue flames, like, fly off of you. She just gets... It's kind of... She's fully bald now. Her eyelashes... Her eyebrows and eyelashes have all been burnt off. But in this, she drops to one knee, but she still is maintaining her grip on Tavrook. And as she looks away, she looks back at Tavrook and goes, <sighs> attempts to sink her teeth into him. That is all. Oh, 14 to hit? It does not hit. <laughs> Yay! Woo. Big red skin is too thick for small. She goes to bite, <laughs> and you just slide your glaive handle in the way, and she's just holding her back, and she's going, <sighs> as her, the handle of your glaive is stuck in between her teeth right now. Aviana, you see this, she's trying to bite, and she's just holding her back. <sighs> I'm a shoe. <laughs> you shoot! Fucking Jesus Christ, I've rolled like eight sevens, which is fine because it's, it's 15. But I, this is like my third seventh that I've rolled. Just for context, it's the worst. So you fire your your arrow and as it flashes through the air, roll damage. Uh, eight piercing, two lightning. As it comes off, it hits the shaft right above her face and looks like it's stuck in the roof of her mouth. Can I gouge out an eye, just since we're getting to that point? Never mind, wait, no, that's too many things. Never mind, we're good. Continue. Okay. I'm content. So you're fighting her off. Tavrook, you see it, it just kind of... An arrow comes in, ricochets off, nails it in the face. It backs away for a second. It's still got a grip on you. And it's staring at you, blood dripping out of its mouth. Its eyes now bloodshot. What do you do? Yeah, I see her weakening, and I feel like the the flames from Tali right next to me are just like full-on anime, like, close-up on Tavrook's face, and you just see, like, the, the color of the fire, like, tinting it, and he just grins, and he's going... You said she basically took a knee, right? She's fucked up. Yeah, not enough, <laughs> not enough to call her prone, but I'm just... No, 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 that's yeah, just yeah, yeah. thematically. Yeah, for Flair, I'm just coming down... Hard strike with the glaive on the first attempt. Ooh, and it's a 19. Okay, roll damage. Yeah, let's do it. Let's roll some damage. Alright, that is uh, six damage. What's the last thing she sees? Oh! Okay, so (laughs) I kind of described it. She just sees a hobgoblin standing above her with, like, that, that flame aura, like, looking up, and he just puts the glaive, like, right almost at her face and pulls it back and then just right in the middle of her face, of her big, bald, dumb child face. <laughs> As she looks up and says, please, no, I just want to go home. And Tavrook is like, this ends now! And just literally straight down the middle, and she just, he as he hits the ground, everyone around just sees a little spark on the ground, followed by drip, drip. Drip, 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 drip. And all of a sudden, she just falls apart to each side. That'll end combat. Okay. Shaq. Shaq relaxes a little and then just falls over because he's at five health and he's <laughs> like. 
Hey, Amis, do you want to go, um, uh, just, like, absolutely eviscerate both half those bodies with some fire? Yeah, I was... Just turn yeah, the whole thing I was, down. I was gonna go shoot her in the face with, uh, with a bunch of fire bolts. Okay. Yeah, let's just leave two nice piles of ash on the floor. Just as Almas is above her, all you guys hear is... Huh? And you hear a click, and you just see the, the two doors open just a little. The ones that were way across the big room? Yes. Okay. You guys aren't um, that far. They're about 20 feet from you now. I'm going to go over to Chuck and uh, and just be like, good work. Uh, uh, Chuck taps the side of his snout. Uh, uh, smelled, smelled death. Wish Smoothskin didn't get in way when wanted to eat face. Aviana's just ignoring it. <laughs> you just, just yeah, pretending same. not to hear this commentary. Shock's and getting some real side eye. <laughs> and instead Nothing's says... Nothing's tiefling side eye. Are, um, are we going to take a break for a bit here? Or are we going to go on? If Maze has more dangers like those ahead, we not have, we not have the magic or mojo to to can press forward. Okay, let's take let's take an hour. Okay. Can I get a stealth roll from everybody if we're gonna be just chilling out in this room? <laughs> I got a twenty-four. Okay. Everyone else? Uh, Tavruk has an eight, and that was with disadvantage. Seven. I have sixteen. Seven. Okay. okay. Seven Dex character. Seven. Almost has uh sixteen. I, I rolled a three, okay? <laughs> Look, we're at the point. This is the point now. I had all my good rolls. It was great. Those first two sessions, lovely. Now I'm just going to be rolling like twos and threes. Maybe I'll get a ten if I'm lucky. This is my life now. <laughs> so you guys hear something. You don't see anything, but you back to where that original <laughs> opening was where you guys came from. Uh, oh, here's anybody there? Wait, that's where we came from? Yes. It's the ogre. He speaks? Apparently. We finished the short rest, though, right? The short rest is complete. Yes, this is just at the end of Oh, it is? Okay, wait. So I get my new thingy. So yes. just uh, for whatever context. Um, excellent. So uh, Aviana's hair had kind of been fluffed up, actually, for the past, like, forever. And now it kind of fluffs back down, and uh, she takes this new drink and uh, she downs it. Is the uh, did we get the full short rest at this point? Yes, I will give you guys the full short rest. Okay, so I only get up to. You could think the twenty-four stealth. Roll. I only I only get up to the. Let me see here. I'm going to use all my hit dice at this point because I need them. Yeah, I only get up to. Tw- 21 because I'm down 9 until I could take a long rest, right? Yes, you have to finish a long rest. So so the the, the, the zombie ogre sp- spoke and said, anyone there? Yeah. Chak replies, just Chak and a bunch of smooth skins. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no! Okay, it's, let's move along. It's me. It's me, nobody. Yeah, I start nobody moving towards Nobody's here. Ah. Yeah, let's start moving toward that door. <laughs> that you guys hear? Kunk, kunk. Oh no, I'm we're going to the door. door yep. Yeah, we're, we're going to go to the door. door quickly to the door. Okay, as you guys get to the door, you hear. 
Ooh, chalk. Okay. So you're all entering the room? Yeah, we're, yes. we're going in there. And closing the hear... door behind us. You're closing the door behind you? Once everyone's in? Yeah. Right? Okay. How big is this room? How big is this entrance? So. So, I... I turned to the I turned to the group. Why we don't speak to big dead oak uh, dead smooth skin? Because the last dead smooth skin we talked to tried to eat us. His skin was not smooth. Hers was. It's no, the ogre's was not. So okay to speak to small dead smooth skin, but not okay to speak to big Mm. ugly dead smooth skin. Yes. Yes. Why? Because one was small and a child, the other can smash you. All of us. The vampire who almost killed Chuck. Wait a minute! But what if he was trying to help us? All you hear is, "There's no one here." You can go talk if you want to. Donk, donk, donk. Also, for context, Chuck says okay, and like he he like turns and opens the door and walks out. Says, "Hey, wait, wait up." Okay. Yeah, I shouted, I mean, what's your name? Also, for context, uh, the first time we saw Ogre Man, uh, he was sitting on a pile of corpses eating them, and the first time we saw the small child, she was being chased by a kobold. Jack, but continue. judgmental about eating people. <laughs> That's you know what? Accurate. Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, uh, okay. <laughs> Did the ogre respond when I asked what its name was? <laughs> Roll for name response. No. no he kept walking. Ah. He didn't hear it. <laughs> oh well. Then we leave him alone. I wait I just yell. Goodbye! I had, roll, I had to roll under his passive persuasion. How to wave it. It was an eight, I rolled a seven. So you just he just did not hear it. R.I.P. So, as you turn around and actually look into this room, this chamber is unlike any you've seen in the dungeon. It's finely decorated and quite pleasant temperature. Walls are lined with bookshelves, and a round raised platform is in the center of the room. On the platform is a table with a purple and gold tablecloth with the insignias of the Church of Unis. On the table is a goblet, a candle, some incense, an open book. Looking at the ceiling, it's beautifully painted with the children of the light and the five heroes defeating the darkness. It's like the 16th chapel kind of roof. A domed roof. Uh, the ones on the walls or the one on the altar? I just want to go and browse the spines of the books that are on the shelves. Do we see okay. any people or any signs of people being there recently? Any like open books or things left on the table that might signify people have been coming in and out of this room? You mean the goblet, the candle, the incense, and the open book that's currently on the table? That's exactly what I meant. Did I see that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Almost is starting to detect uh, cast magic. Or detect, cast detect magic, by the way. There's a ritual, so that'll be a little bit. But just letting you know. Okay. So you have Almost sitting there doing his thing. Uh, Aviana, you said you're looking at the spines. They're just... Um, historical tomes and fine literature. Wait, you said there was a goblet on the table? Yes. Is it gold, Um, It looks like a 
probably closer to like a sterling silver with a couple, one or two inset gems. Uh, Are there... I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick it up. Okay, so you walk over to the altar. It's sitting there. You pick it up, and it's in your hand. Okay. For the first I'm gonna, like, time, I'm gonna bang it on my teeth to see if it like tings nicely. Then I'm gonna put it in my bag. It's an okay ting. It looks like it could hold adequate amount of liquid. So you said this, this, is, all, this is like an altar. There's incense and a goblet. Mm -hmm. How does I mean does does uh, Tavrook know much about? religion was he this seems like to me the player like a like almost a communion situation or like a i don't know was would this ring any bells for him to know what this might be not really you're more of a raider yeah no i don't think i would know much at all. yeah so, but so it, are you walking up to the uh the altar there with uh with tally um, eh, I mean, I guess for that, for me to have asked that question, I would have needed to. So yeah, I guess I'll say I went up there. Um, are there any other doors or anything leading from a different direction out of this room? Uh, nope. There are no other doors or windows or anything. So this is just a, this is the only thing in this chamber. This is yep. the one back way out into the... Into the other room, yep. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I kind of want to go check... Uh, if I look over and see Aviana checking one side of the room, books and stuff, I want to walk to the other side and just I just in the in the in the effort of like scouting, just making sure there's nobody else in this room and nothing's gonna okay. jump out at us. So who wanted to read the book? I'm gonna try. Okay, it's written in common. Okay, that, what does it say? It says. My life can be measured in hours. I serve to be devoured. Thin I am quick. Fat I am slow. The wind is my foe. Riddle me candle. Are you I'm sure gonna the take one. Candle is lasts for hours. Yes, I'm going to take one of the candles. Out. It burn away, be devoured by by be lit. Yeah. Thin, they, they, thin candle burn fast. Fat candle burn slow. Blow, blow out candle with wind. I have druid craft. I just like touch the wick and it sets on fire. <laughs> okay. I am no longer touching it. <coughs> yeah, it's on the table. Yeah. Okay, so back on the table, you see it light. All so this room is well lit with like white light. Can't really tell where the light's coming from. Uh -huh. It slowly starts to dim. The I light in the room. Okay. Oh, sorry. Can I yes. turn the page in the book and see if there's anything after this? Uh, if you could, if the light hasn't just all disappeared. The only light now is the candle light, and Great. it is getting brighter and brighter and brighter, and then it goes. <sighs> And the candle has gone out. And all yours. And you can see the roof starting to split open. You can feel. Uh, who's on the platform currently? I was Just standing Tally, right? there to read the uh, book. So it would be Tally. Am I actually Tally, on the platform? It's, it's like a 15 foot round platform around the. 
Yeah. Once I see this moving, though, I'll stop doing that and I'll try to get onto the platform. <laughs> is the platform moving? It's starting to shake a little bit, yes. And you can just, all of a sudden, you can feel it starting to raise. Oh, okay. I'm shouting at everyone, get on the platform. All right, so Chuck clambers onto the platform and then... You were already on there. You lit the candle. Oh, uh, he, he wild shapes into a... To make more space for other people, he wild shapes into a cockroach. And just to piss her off, he crawls up the sock of uh, Tally and just clings to it, clings to the sock. <laughs> <laughs> I start to kick him off. Cling on for dear life. <laughs> You're going to have to get opposed strength rolls. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the strength of a cockroach. Let's go. So, as it goes, everyone jumps on stage. There's enough room for everyone around. As it starts to go, you can see it's like a dome ceiling that's split down the middle and starting to open up. As we go, it raises and raises. Your eyes have adjusted to the darkness. Even with your dark, it doesn't seem, it's almost like it's a magical darkness. And this bright, piercing light is coming from the top. And as your eyes are darkened, 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 the bright light is just burning like a radiant energy on your pupils. As you blink a few times, you adjust, your eyes open, and you're surrounded by roughly 25 to 30 spearmen in golden armor, spears pointed at you at the ready. Uh, I go back to back with whoever's right there with me, just they pointed out, like not attacking or anything, but are, just ready to defend myself. Are we still in, like, in the maze, or are we now outside? Like in fresh-ish air. You breathe the air, it smells fresh. It's no longer stale, damp. It's actually warm, and you feel a slight breeze. You're still blinking. It's still hard to see, but you're, as you're looking at these, these spearmen, they're, they're golden armor. You've seen this armor before. This is the official guard of Sphia. And that is when you hear... I don't think that will be necessary. You hear from behind the guards on a ra from a race platform. The spearmen pull back their spears, form a line, and start marching out the door. As you look to where the original voice came from, you see a cloaked figure standing on a raised platform. He steps to the edge of the platform and removes his hood. Standing before you is a pale-skinned elf with long, golden hair and piercing eyes. He's wearing a very fine robe that's covered with that's purple with golden trim. Hopefully the trial wasn't too much for you all. You all survived, so I say it wasn't. Maybe we'll have to make it harder next time. As you hear this voice, it all of a sudden you kind of something in the back of your head. You're like, I know that voice. Familiar. It's a very familiar voice. You've heard it once before. One word before? One word before. Mm -hmm. Technically okay. two words now. You're probably wondering why you're here. And he opens his arms in an embrace and goes, You have all been blessed with the opportunity to serve the Church of Unis. For those who don't know, I'm Archbishop Sindrak. And I will be in charge of this group of misfits. Sadly, times are much grimmer than 
the church is willing to admit. The Age of Light might be coming to an end, and that's where you lots come in. The darkness that was defeated in the Great Battle of Light and Darkness 600 years ago was not as victorious as it was set out to be. No, the darkness was not defeated that day, only weakened. In its weakened state, we were able to seal the darkness, but over the last hundred years, the seal has slowly deteriorated. Darkness has been able to leak out into our lands once again. Hence the rise in questionable creatures like yourselves. As he says that, he's, you can see the disgust. You will be leaving your old lives behind. This will be your new calling. You just see him wave his hands in the air, and you see a swirling blue mass that starts to form. It's almost like you're looking through a magical window now. And what like a you portal? See, yeah. And what you see through there is a picture of the town square of Asphia. And sitting there on a stage is the five of you lined up nooses around your neck and then you look and then it pans over to an some sort of authority figure nods its head and you see the executioner pull the lever and the whole floor falls out and you all watch yourself hang to death so and then Sindrak looks back at you and goes hmm that should tie up any loose hens any of you had and he snaps his fingers and the image just dissipates you will be going throughout Vertus and collecting the darkness that is leaked out. And once the vessel is full, you'll be brought back to Sphia to have it resealed. This task is to be kept secret and the public blissfully unaware. Any attempts to change that will be met with extreme hosti hostility. And you see him, he look, looks like he's getting a little worked up. His pristine blonde hair, you see... Grandfall. And as he's saying that, you can feel it inside your bones. Just the air become heavy. The whole time that this is happening and Tali is watching the hanging, like she's like just in shock and has a, a tear roll down her. Like the point out Jack doesn't have bones right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of looking around and he goes, hmm. And you see him snap his fingers once more. And Chuck uh -oh. shakes and his wild shape is broken. <laughs> he just appears from Tally's leg. <laughs> is he still attached? I, I picture he's like on the floor now, like kind of holding her leg. It's like for a moment he thinks about eating the leg. But then he realizes, and for a moment he thinks about eating said leg, but then he realizes, no, it belongs to the goat girl, leave it alone. <laughs> he kind of licks his lips up a little bit, thinks about tasting it, but doesn't. <laughs> okay. And then he looks down upon you all and says, I trust this will not be a problem. The light shines within you. You may have a veil of darkness. The light is bright within you. I Mm -hmm. I'm double checking something. Do, do, do. What was that? 
Yeah. I stare him dead in the face, bite my tongue until it bleeds, spit on the floor directly in front of him, and I blood curse him. So for about 10 seconds, um, light, like silver lightning crackles across both of their skins, and he can feel all of his hair stand on end. And just that, just does that for ten seconds as she glares at him, dead serious. He looks back at you and says, "Hmm, I can see you're hesitant to agree." I swear at him in celestial. <sighs> Foolish children. You can tell this is a distinguished older elf. Like you can tell he's been a quite some time. And he looks what back is darkness? Asks Jack finally. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. I forgot. You are uncivilized, uncultured. Hey. The darkness. The darkness is what comes to take us all over. To this. To plunge this world into chaos, into destruction. I assure you, things would not you would not like being released upon this world. They'd make you quiver, corner like a small child begging for your mother's teat. Jesus, he kind of like bl- the lizard blinks. Mother not have teat, <laughs> and then he says, "From destruction comes life." cycle you oh, make no sense I assure you <laughs> my scaled friend from this destruction there will be no life when he says and creatures that would scare your own mothers he means why would we take on ourselves you think you strike fear not like this and as he says that visions fill your head of the most, like, essentially hell on earth. Your kin, your families, whatever you dear, you see be tortured, destroyed, and you can just feel the. You can almost smell the hellfire stone. Tally, you get a smell. Well, this doesn't bother you as much, kind of. A little smell of home, but. Uh... But you're just, yeah, you just have that. Smell doesn't bother me, but the visions do. Oh, the visions are quite haunting. And then he replies, this is in your best interest to simply cooperate and follow orders. You have been chosen by the light, whether you believe in it or not. It is inside you. The light shines brightest in the darkness, after all. Jack, like, st- slowly stands up because he's still been cr- sitting down, right, on mm-hmm. the ground. Okay, he says with a shrug. So, are we in agreement? Do we have a choice? I've, I've got a few questions, actually, for you, if you, don't, if you don't mind. Speak. Um, okay, so we're gonna do this, clearly. We don't have much of a choice. Um, how much free reign do we have? And uh, what kind of supplies and support can we get? Because, you know, wizard to wizard, you know, kind of need them books. 
If we need to kill people, can we do whatever we need to do? I'm just trying to make sure it's all... He waves his hand. Your lips almost meld together. He's like, do not compare yourself to me. Jack already say he helped. Your servitude is appreciated. To aid you on this journey, he waves his hand in front of you. A table appears with 12 items on it. He goes, I will permit you each to take one. But before that, I will answer this thing's questions, referring to Miss. He waves his hand again. Her lips become two separate entities again. He goes, we're not to let this come back to the church. You are, you may do what needs to be done. No more, no less. After all, You are emissaries of the light. Thus, I expect you to act accordingly. But do not let anything get in the Oh. My act, goals. <clears throat> act accordingly. Understood? So we can. So act accordingly means we can summon undead and uh, have vampires in our payroll. That's something the church is okay with. Just trying to figure out our boundaries here. There are certain things that must be done. We must work in the darkness if we are to cultivate the light. Okay, I will let uh, Aviana roll a history check. Okay, I want you to guess what I just rolled. No, it was a fucking seven. Okay, that die needs to burn. What I just I just I this used three different dice. I used different dice every time. They're all just seven. So only one option. Seven plus twelve. Five. Um, twelve. You've heard of Sindrak? He's not the most up and up of the archbishops. He's kind of even though with his luxurious blood hair. He's kind of referred to on the down low as um, the Black Hand of the Pope. The Black Hand of the Pope? Mm-hmm. 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 He said he has blonde hair, white skin. Blonde hair, white skin. He is a like a sun elf. Okay. But paler. So, so Chak will start waddling towards the table. Question? To inspect said items, sniff okay. them. Yeah, what's them, on the table? Them. There are twelve items. When he, as he sees you approaching, us, ah, I see at least one of you has a brain within their skull. He goes, "These are the gifts of the twelve. And so, from left to right, describe the items. So, he looks and he goes, "Ah, amulet of a mare." It's a deep red heart-shaped amulet on a golden chain. Then he moves on to the next item. The Scroll of Cognis. It's a blank parchment scroll. 
in a leather carrying case. Yeah. So after the scroll, there is a the he goes the hand fan of Ventus. Next we have the water skin of Caligo, goddess of water and seas. It's a corked wa- water skin that looks to have a trident embossed on it on the side. We broke his statue. <laughs> Hope he doesn't yes. mind. <laughs> Someone take that one. I'm sure they'll be super you know, happy. Next, we have the Gauntlets of Ignis. There's a set of the, the God of Fire. A set of thin metal gauntlets decorated with highly detailed flames. The Bracers of Solaris, the Goddess of Sun. Yeah. So then there's the Pendant of Lunis, a silver crescent moon pendant on a silver chain. Lunis is the goddess of the, the god of the moon. Mortimus, the Ring of Mortimus, the god of death. It's a ring made of bone. A faint black mist wisps from it. Uh, the Gavel of Urus, the god of justice. It's a small wooden gavel band of a head. And scales engraved on it. What scales? As in, like, the justice scales, the Libra symbol? The cloak of Temtrua, the goddess of weather. A dark cloak that seems to shimmer and almost change. Sun hits it. The pouch of Terra, the goddess of earth and nature. Small leather pouch with a string keeping it closed. An image of a mountain is on it. The two-sided coin of Numash is the the god of coin. And he goes, you may take one. By taking one, we are in agreement. I mumble a prayer to Temtrua as I pick up my new fancy cloak. And I basically just as a thank you and watch over me, blah, 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 blah. Bunch of holy shit. In Celestial. Because extra. I'm gonna take the gauntlets. I'm taking the gauntlets. Big red, big gauntlet, red gauntlets. <laughs> goes up and has his eyes closed and is just pointing and like counting to himself and he'll end up with the, uh, taking the scroll. Really, like, Tally keeps like looking at everything that's there but her eyes keep darting back to the amulet so Go she amulet. is going to pick it up and Put it on. I'm going to spend the whole rest of this campaign thinking about the seven items we didn't choose. Yeah. So he he looks at everything and he picks up the pouch. Archbishop Sindrak waves his hand. The table disappears. So and so he goes to all of you bend the knee. Yeah. Fuck you. No, no. I do the no, I do the jerk off motion. Hold on, hold on. Guy, there is we. You know what? I'm. That people look at me wrong. and they assume. Bend the knee to, and receive Unis's blessing for your journey. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna take my knee. Tavruk's going first. He's like, we made an agreement. You would not have made this agreement and then not kept your word. And I'm 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 going down to one knee. Anybody else? I'll do so begrudgingly, but with massive side eye. 
I put my hand on Tavruk's shoulder. As I go to take a knee, you just hear a lot of popping. <laughs> you got bad knees. <laughs> yeah. Grandpa. You got, looking at Almus, um, what you've gone through this journey with him, remembering what he looked like before, he looks like he's looking rough. Like, he didn't take much damage. Looking stiff. And you just, and you just see Sindrak looking goes, Alchemist. He goes, what? He, he pulls, reaches into his cloak, pulls out a vial with a piece of parchment attached to it, throws it at your general, throws it at you, tosses it towards you. I, I catch it. I have acrobatics. You catch it. And she, she goes, The recipe is all judgment. Use that to keep that one alive. And you both bend the knee. And then he just goes, Why must you be so insolent? He goes, Give you the blessing of this. And as he says that and lifts his hand, feel a warm sensation overtake your body. And your items begin to glow. He releases those who were being forced to kneel. They're kneeling, everyone's standing, goes back, he goes, That wasn't too hard, was it? And then he with another wave of his hand, another one of those blue portals kinda open. This one's at floor level. It's actually a doorway. And he goes, This will lead you to the town of Brisbane. Small fishing villagers, my daughters tell me that these lands are cursed by darkness. He goes, Ah, oh, yes. What loose end, Taya. He goes, The vessel. He waves, his hand. he waves his hand one more time, and a small chest appears in front of him. Okay, so there is a small hand mirror in there. Alright, I'm going to take the mirror. Since I opened it. Okay. So Tally takes the mirror. So vain. <laughs> I'm going to check myself out and see how rough I look after all this fighting. As you stare into the mirror, you can feel it pulling at you. What? Almost like it's trying to suck you in. Not a lot, but you can feel it pulling at you. I- I'm going to turn it away from me. And the feeling goes away. Okay. And Sindraco, he goes, Ah, now you have your vessel. Hopefully when the time is right, you'll know what to do. Why? We will know when the vessel is full, and we will send word to return. We will communicate with you as needed. You do not communicate with us. Yeah, yeah, don't call Mm. us, we'll call you. Now go. This should be enough to get you started on your journey. And he tosses you a small bag of coins. As you're, as you're starting to count it out, he's like, Get out of my chambers. Okay. As you all walk through. Uh, I'm staying behind so I can say some choice words to Sindrak. Yep. And then I go through them and then I follow the party. And... As you step out, everyone goes kunk, kunk, kunk. You land on the beach, and then you see a separate portal open 
about 10 feet away from the group, about 15 feet in the air. You see Aviana walk out. Lands in the water. (laughs) Jack shakes his head as he starts picking up some stones. Can you swim? It's like two feet deep. Oh, okay. Can can you swim? (laughs) I'm just picturing Robin Hood men in tights where little (laughs) John is with like three and saying he's drowning. Uh, Aviana, can can you swim? Yeah. <sighs> yup. You okay. don't see this, the water starting to evaporate from her. She's steaming. <laughs> Jack finishes picking up his stones, right? Yeah, you, right. Can, you can get some stones on the beach. Good. He puts them in the pouch and he throws the pouch in the water. Okay. How far? Yeah, he starts walking away. Yeah, almost okay. just be like, um, uh, what, wh- wh- what, why, what? Yes. It's like Chak do not believe in false gods, and Chak did not like being tracked by magic. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna try to go in the water and try to get it back using Mage Hand because I want as many magic items as I can get. So, as you look around, you see the nearby docks. Docks don't seem to be very busy. And uh, you see a few fishing boats bringing in the last of these hall. It looks to be early evening as the sun is getting low in the sky. And can I get someone to do a perception check? 15. 8 plus 5. Yeah, that's 15. 15? That's good enough. Okay. With a 15, you see the end of today's session. Thanks for listening and check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Misfit Rolls. And don't forget whether you're a gnome barbarian or a goliath wizard, we hope you continue to join us on the Isle of Misfit Rolls.